Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Suchere. And I think Garage Logic number one. In a landmark decision for First Amendment rights, the U.S. Supreme Court today ruled that public employees cannot be compelled to pay union fees as a condition of employment. Here, here. All right. That's a good sign. We've been working on that at the Center of the American Experiment. The 5-4 ruling in Janus versus AFSCME restores the First Amendment rights of freedom of association and free speech to more than 5 million government employees nationwide. Well, okay. Weighing a case brought by Mark Janice, an Illinois child support specialist against the American Federation of State, County, and Municipal Employees, the high court ruled that forcing Janice to pay agency or fair share fees to cover the cost of collective bargaining violates his First Amendment rights because collective bargaining is inherently political. In Minnesota, fair share fees are about 85% of full union dues. Uh, the ruling appears to require that employers of fair share fee payers must stop deducting fees immediately until they have affirmative consent from the employees to do so. A, a Center for the American Experiment uh, estimates that 10,000 or more public employees who pay fair share fees will immediately see an increase in their paycheck. Here, here. And the, the unions will have less power as a result of that. Having well, less not, money. Not necessarily. They, they, well, just, but I mean, they I mean, might have less money. I, money I can't, is power. Uh, I, I, I'm not reacting harshly to that uh, yeah. to that finding by the Supreme Court. Yep. Did I do this? Uh, yes. I did? Commencing, commencing garage. I did do that? Number yeah. one, yes. Yeah. All right. Twins lost last night. They had a lead and they couldn't hang on to it. That's not good. To, uh, to a horrible Chicago team. These are the ones you got to win if you're three games back in September. Justice Kennedy is retiring. This is just breaking. A Supreme Court seat opens. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's breaking news, huh? An intern yelled, bleep you, only she didn't use the word bleep. An intern yelled, bleep you at President Donald Trump while he was walking through the Capitol building last week. Caitlin Marriott, 21, is an intern in the office of Senator Maggie Hassan, Democrat of New Hampshire. She was suspended for a week and has had her access to the Capitol restricted, but she wasn't fired. Oh, boy, I think that's... uh, You go the F word, I think that's grounds for... um, I'm I'm fired if you're working for me. Because if you work in my office and you are going to explode like that, you could do it again, and that doesn't represent the office. Therefore, we're letting you go because you have some uh, management issues. Well, you're in the the state capitol. Uh, I mean, the nation's capitol building, and the president of the United States walks through. I don't care if you like him or don't like him. You don't just yell out, bleep you. Right. The center's uh, re- not. The center's not holding. Regardless, Democrat, uh, Republican, Independent, it's just not that. Uh, it's just not. It's very inelegant. Well, a little bit of a theme, uh, uh, Matt. That might run through the show. 
What's that? A Rasmussen poll reveals that a majority of Americans uh, fear that there will uh, be a very soon coming civil war. I think so. What are you going to do? 66% are worried that the U.S. will become engrossed in another civil war. 33% are not worried. Mm-hmm. Boy, it depends what you're worried about, too. Mm-hmm. The majority of Americans are concerned that the United States will become involved uh, in another uh, war because of Trump's term. All right, thank you. Uh, keep that around. I might have to come back. Okay. Up. Every time you think there's a civil war, it'll be ready. That's a good... Uh, that's a good song for the center is not holding. That sums it up, doesn't it? <clears throat> There's something going on over there. We had a major shakeup uh, in New York. Uh, a, a Democratic Socialist candidate, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, stunned the, D, the Democratic establishment, the machine, mm-hmm. stunned it by defeating the incumbent in New York, Joe Corey. Uh, it's a seismic political upset. Hmm. She's a 28-year-old member of the Democratic Socialists of America. She knocked out the boss, the machine boss incumbent, Representative Joe Crowley, who was widely considered a candidate to follow Nancy Pelosi as the leader of the Democrats in the House. Wow. Really? We saw these numbers coming in, and we couldn't believe it. We checked. We reloaded. This is a seismic political upset said MSNBC Steve Kornacki. The, uh, many of the uh, news gatherers are just gushing over this young lady. Uh-huh. Uh, Joel Crowley has been in, the, in office since 1998. Uh, Ocasio-Cortez won the 14th district in New York, which includes Queens and a portion of the Bronx. Crowley spent uh, a million bucks on the campaign in the same time that Ocasio Cortez spent only 127 grand. Ooh, wow. Mm-hmm. Ocasio Cortez ran on abolishing immigration and customs enforcement, tuition free public college. Tuition free public college. We've educated you for, uh, for 12 years already. Yeah. Medicare for all, criminal justice reform. She will easily, or she will likely go on to an easy victory in the heavily Democratic district and become the first Latina to represent the district. She's from Puerto Rico. Here's where, here's where Trump reveals himself to be not quite up to speed on certain things. Uh, President Trump commented on the shocking result from his social media account. Wow, he tweeted. Big Trump hater, Congressman Joe Crowley, who many expected was going to take Nancy Pelosi's place, just lost his primary election. In other words, he's out. That's a big one that nobody saw happening, he added. Perhaps he should have been nicer and more respectful to his president. Uh, Don, uh, I hate to tell you this, but she's going to be more aligned against you than Crowley, than Crowley ever was. You know, we got a case here. We got the same thing going on here that happened in the Minneapolis mayoral election. It turned out that Hodges just wasn't liberal enough. <laughs> and now you got a case where Crowley, this... 20 or however many years he's been in there, this vet, uh, he wasn't liberal enough. But here Trump's ripping him. (laughs) You're gone. You should have been nicer to me. Trump, 
She's a socialist. Right. She's she's, uh, she's got no shot. What to is get it about along the, the, the devil you know? Yeah. Better than you don't I'm, know. I'm telling you, we're witnessing a weird period. I've said this before. Uh, with each succeeding mayor, for example, in the cities closest to the country's tallest buildings, you're getting a mayor who might make you pine for the previous one. <laughs> It, it could very well be that Melvin Carter in St. Paul will make people look fondly, back fondly on, on Chris Coleman. Yeah. It might be that Jacob Fry's uh, tenure in Minneapolis might pay, might make people look fondly on uh, Bicycle Betsy. And then whoever I've, replaces uh, Fry will make people look back fondly on Fry. Remember Fry, he was a great speaker, oh, wasn't he? Gosh. That's all he did. This is amazing. But somebody, Trump, you, you don't get it. This is the Democratic Socialist Party of America. They don't like you. Crowley was a professional machine politician. You you might have been able to work with him. You're not going to work with her. <sighs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a 28-year-old Latina, running her first campaign, ousted 10-term incumbent Joe Crowley in New York's 14th Congressional District an activist and member of the Democratic Socialists of America. Right out front with it. Here, here I am, the current Damn conditions. Proud of, damn proud the of The current it. conditions. And uh, a member of the Democratic Socialists of America. Uh, she won over voters in the minority-majority district with a ruthlessly efficient grassroots bid, even as Crowley, the fourth-ranking Democrat in the House, outraised her by a 10-to-1 margin. This was the first time in 14 years a member of his own party has attempted to unseat Crowley, who chairs the Queens County Democrats. His defeat marks a potential sea change in the broader sphere of liberal politics, a result with implications for Democrats nationwide that would recall and uh, that would recall as optimistic progressives routinely noted during the campaign, former GOP majority leader Eric Cantor's loss to the insurgent Tea Party backed Dave Brat in June of 2014. This is not the end. This is the beginning. This is the beginning because the message that we sent the world tonight is that it's not okay to put donors before your community, Ocasio-Cortez said. Uh, she cast her victory as the green shoots of triumph over the deep midnight and darkness of the political movement. And a message to fellow progressive organizers that their brand of activism could, could succeed on a grander scale. Do you know what the Democratic Socialists of America have uh, uh, as their platform? Uh, you know what? I, I, I should, but I have not paid attention. I do. I looked it up. Oh. This is a pretty, uh, this is a big deal. What are we deal. running on? What are we? This is a big deal. This is a, uh, this is a big deal. We might have to break it down. Okay. Here is uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's. She's 28. Very attractive young woman. Okay. Here's her platform. <laughs> this is the Democratic Socialist Party platform. No, this is hers. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, it represents the Democratic Socialists of America. Okay. Medicare for all, free medicine, vision, dental, and mental health care, universal jobs guarantee, uh, living wages, fully funded public schools and universities, 
plus taxing Wall Street to support tuition-free public universities and trade schools. So I guess she'd still, I guess Democratic Socialists would still allow Wall Street, but they would be taxed to pay for uh, what they want. Okay, so great. Okay, okay. Incentive for Wall Street to keep making a whole bunch of money so they can pay for the universities. Paid family and sick leave. Housing is a human right. Safe, secure, habitable, and affordable homes for everybody. Affordable for whom? For everybody. Justice system reform. End the war on drugs, demilitarize the police, and abolish for-profit incarceration. Stop. Mm -hmm. End the war on drugs. Mm -hmm. It sounds great. The logistics of that would cost how much? And you'd have to imprison uh, some minorities. Uh, Immigration justice. Infrastructural overhaul. Invest in 100% renewable green energy. Clean campaign finance. Ending the... Corrupting influence of corporate finance and public uh, elections. An economy of peace that supports our veterans and actively values our humanity. Uh, She went to Boston University uh, and studied uh, international relations and and what have you, and then worked for Ted Kennedy and worked for Bernie Sanders, but Bernie isn't liberal enough. Here is is from their own... Their own website, because I guess we need to know more about her. She's being hailed by the likes of CNN and the New York Times and what have you. Fresh face. As the new face of the left. She was a bartender last year. I don't know why she never was able to capitalize on her Boston University degree. Uh, She she worked for Ted Kennedy's office, Bernie Sanders. Uh, She must have found politics more appealing than maybe going into some uh, banking career or what have you. Uh, But here's from the Democratic Socialists of America own website. Okay. Uh, The Democratic Socialists of America is the largest socialist organization in the United States. DSA's members are building progressive movements for social change while establishing an openly democratic socialist presence in American communities and politics. At the root of our socialism is a profound commitment to democracy as a means and end. As we are unlikely to see an immediate end to capitalism tomorrow, DSA fights for reforms today that will weaken the power of corporations and increase the power of working people. For example, we support reforms that decrease the influence of money in politics, empower ordinary people in workplaces and the economy, restructure gender and cultural cultural relationships to be more equitable. If you read deeper into their uh, material, which I did, uh, they, they're Marxists. They, they call for uh, the workers to own the means of production. They're Marxists. This has never worked. But you know why it keeps coming up? Because people like her think, well, it's never worked before because you haven't had me. Right. I know how to make it work. It's not the person that's uh, promoting it. It's, it's never worked. But it's never worked because I haven't been involved in it. You think the commies wanted it and tried to make it work? We are activists committed to democracy is not simply one of our political values, but our means of restructuring society. Our vision of a society in our vision is of a society in which people have a real voice in the choices and relationships that affect the entirety of our lives. We call this vision democratic socialism, a vision of a more free, democratic and humane society. In this website, you can find out about DSA, its politics, structure, and program. DSA's political perspective is called Where We Stand. It says in part, we are socialists because we reject an international economic order sustained by private profit, profit, alienated labor, race and gender discrimination, environmental destruction, and brutality and violence in defense of the status quo. We are socialists because we share a vision of humane international social order based both on democratic planning and market mechanisms to achieve equitable distribution of resources, meaningful work in a healthy environment, sustainable growth, gender and racial equity, and a non and non-oppressive relationships. 
DSA has a youth section, Young Democratic Socialists of America, made up of students from colleges and high schools. The youth section works on economic justice and democracy and prison justice products. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, projects. It is a member of the International Union of Socialist Youth, an affiliate of the Socialist International. The youth section meets several times during the year. I got please, it. please join DSA as we work to help build a better and more just world for all. I can't imagine how disappointed I would be if my one of my kids said, yeah, this is what I'm volunteering Who's for. Who's on line one? Um, Ed. Ed. Hey, Joe. Uh, when you read Trump's tweet, you had kind of commented about how naive he was that he was you know, dancing on the grave of the guy that uh, was beaten by this this candidate whose credentials he described. But what I found uh, more naive was he said that if he had been, if the other candidate, the guy that lost it, that nicer to Trump, He'd have been better off. He'd have been worse off. <laughs> he'd have just, he would have got no support from the liberal base right. if, if he'd have been nice to Trump. Right. I, I think the troubling to me was reading that was Trump expects people to kiss his ring all the time. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Something going on. What, what she describes and what the Democratic Socialists of America platform describes is the mystery. Bringing about the country that ultimately will not be the country that you have, you have known. If you're 40 years old. And maybe the, the, she's, the, she's a millennial. She's 28. Uh, she is representative of a movement that would bring about a country that is not based in capitalism. And just to throw out there, hey, Wall Street can pay for it. Wall Street. We got Wall Street. And it's really irritating to many people in the country that the Supreme Court keeps coming up with these, uh, what they're calling these conservative rulings. What's really irritating to them is that the Supreme Court is adhering to what they must adhere to constitutionally. <laughs> they're following and it's, the rules. And part of the mystery is you have to eliminate the Constitution, which I think would 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 be much easier to eliminate with the continuing movement of the Democratic Socialists of America. Of uh, and they're they're right out front with it. So that'll either work for them or it won't. It'll either work for them to admit. This is what we want. We want the workers to own the means of production. We want we want a house for everybody. We want a free education for everybody. We want free health for everybody. We want no immigration control. We want open borders. We want this. We want that. We want that. That that's either going to work for them or it won't. But she's she presumably will win in a district where she's going to represent. Uh, you know, a variety of uh, ethnic uh, populations. They're probably very excited. Well. One thing I would wonder is this variety of ethnic populations came here seeking the promise of the United States. Right. Uh, uh, and now they're less laissez-faire government. Now no, they're no. being told that, well, here's what we got in store for you. Is uh, height ready? Partly sunny and 75 degrees. This update brought to you by MetaFast. 
Uh, Twins did have a 4-2 lead as late as the sixth inning last night. Couldn't hold it. They end up losing to the White Sox 8-4 in a game that was delayed almost two hours, uh, the start of it, because of rain. Same two teams tonight in Chicago. Kyle Gibson for the Twins. James Shields, not having a very good year, pitches for the White Sox. Maya Moore scored 32. Sylvia Fowles added 28 and 17 rebounds. The Lynx beat the Seattle Storm 91-79. That is the fifth straight win for the Lynx. They're now 8-6 on the season. Next up, they'll face the Atlanta Dream in a game Friday night. At the Target Center. Do you excuse me? Do you approve of that nickname? What's the, the name? Dream? Atlanta Dream. Sure. Why not? Uh, news notes from Look today. Look up something for me, Rook. Uh, Ilhan Omar. See if she's a member of the Democratic Socialists of America. I don't know that she is, but I would suspect that that might be right up her alley. Ilhan Omar. Her official site. Well, no, I meant do it quietly. Oh, I want to hear okay. John's news. <laughs> There's a lot of news today, Joe. I, I understand. Uh, breaking news, of course, as you talked about, Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy is retiring. That'll give President Trump and Senate Republicans an opportunity to create a solidly conservative court. Uh, Kennedy's long-rumored decision to step down July 31st could touch off a battle between conservatives and liberals in the nation's capital. Uh, Kennedy is 81. He's held the most important seat on the court for more than a decade. It's been the swing vote on issues ranging from abortion and affirmative action to gay rights and capital punishment. He often sides with the court's more liberal justices, even though he was appointed by Ronald Reagan. Uh, Kennedy's departure will leave a hole in the middle of the court. Republicans would like to fill with a conservative. Trump has said he would choose from a list of 25 potential nominees assembled with the help of the Federalist Society and Heritage Foundations. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fries announced he'll release the body camera video under investigation in the deadly officer-involved shooting in North Minneapolis this past weekend. That video allegedly shows the moment two Minneapolis police officers fired their weapons at Thurman Blevins on Saturday. The Bureau of Criminal Apprehension has indicated the shooting was captured on body cameras. Fries said he believes he has the authority to demand the release of the video. Mayor arguing state law gives authority to law enforcement to determine when to release evidence, and he says... The Minneapolis Police Department reports to him. He does say he wants to wait till all witnesses are talked to by police before moving forward. Mayor's demands echoing calls coming out of North Minneapolis, where some have said they feel the release of that footage would help ease tensions in the neighborhood. Uh, meanwhile, early this afternoon, the BCA released a statement saying it will take several weeks for them to investigate the various aspects of the case. Across the river, St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter announcing today the city will not host a fireworks display this year on the 4th of July. Carter said he considered budgetary priorities and made the decision to eliminate the fireworks display altogether. In a news conference, he said the fact of the matter is we just don't have the $100,000 to spend blowing up rockets over our city. He went on to say we've been focused since my first year in office. We've been really focused on building our public safety plans and ensuring we're creating college savings accounts to get every child in the city on the path to college. I want I want fireworks. I don't want a, I don't want a college savings account. I and want cre- fireworks. And creating <laughs> economic justice and inclusion. That's been our focus, he continued. Is he a democratic socialist not, of America? Planning I cannot see that on uh, Ilhan display. Omar. All right. Federal hate crime charges filed today against the man accused of driving his car into a crowd of people protecting a uh, protesting, excuse me, a white nationalist rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, killing a woman and injuring dozens more. The Department of Justice announced in indictment charges against 21-year-old James Alex Fields of Ohio with 30 crimes, including one count of hate crime resulting in the death of Heather Heyer. 
and 28 other hate crimes involving an attempt to kill other people who were injured. Authorities have said that Fields, described by a former teacher as having a keen interest in Nazi Germany and Adolf Hitler, drove his speeding car into a group of people demonstrating against the Unite the Right rally that drew hundreds of white nationalists to the college town where officials planned to remove a Confederate monument. The attack came after the rally had descended into chaos with violent brawling between attendees and counter-demonstrators, and authorities had forced the crowd to disband. Fields had been photographed hours beforehand with a shield bearing the emblem of Vanguard America, one of the hate groups that took part, although the group denied any association with him. Meanwhile, the Park Service has given initial approval to an application from Jason Kessler to hold a white civil rights rally on August 11th and 12th right across from the White House. National Park Service approving the initial request. Uh, Kessler still has not got the Park Service, though, to issue a permit for the event. Joe Jackson, the patriarch of the Jackson family, has died. He passed away about 3.30 this morning, 89 years old. He'd been hospitalized with terminal cancer earlier in June. His family was at his bedside. The elder Jackson took a lot of heat from Michael and his siblings for abusing parenting and management practices, including, uh, including physical brutality. Joe did cop to it, but far from apologizing, he said his methods of dealing with his kids made them successful and kept them out of jail. What made for a rough Thanksgiving? Well, goofy story from France. When you're living in fairyland. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> something went on. Uh, goofy story from France. French butchers. I got this coming up. Buddy. You do? Yeah, you're stealing too much you of your want, stuff. Want me to yeah, I'll skip that yeah. one. Then. Uh, how about uh, the mayor of Michigan's third largest city having a message for his residents? Don't know anything about it. He says if he's jogging, don't bother him. War. Yeah. Ward Mayor Jim Fouts felt a need to get the message out on Facebook after a resident complained he didn't speak to her while he was jogging. What town is he mayor of? Warren, Michigan. Warren, Michigan. Warren. Fouts said he didn't recognize her and typically listens to radio or takes calls on his mobile phone when he's exercising. Fouts says he's available 24-7, but in capital letters, not when I'm jogging. He said some residents believe he's obligated to stop and talk. Fouts is in his 70s, and he says he's trying to keep his heart in good shape. He's been mayor of Warren, a Detroit suburb, since the year 2008. And a man arrested for drunk driving told police his dog was at the wheel. Yes, that happens. That's how hammered I was. I didn't know the dog could drive. (laughs) (laughs) When officers spotted the vehicle weaving across lanes on a Florida roadway, State troopers last month pulled over a 2005 Nissan after spotting the auto being driven erratically on Interstate 95 outside of Port St. Lucie. When cops contacted the driver, they detected the obvious and distinct odor of booze coming from inside the vehicle. The motorist, 56-year-old Scott Garrett, was lethargic, slurring his words and had red, very glassy, and bloodshot eyes, according to police. On the car's front passenger seat, an open bottle of Sailor Jerry spiced rum. Sailor Jerry, huh? Sailor yeah. Jerry. I don't Jerry know. Jerry's, top shelf one? It's, I uh, it's potent. It'll get you there quick. Yeah. It's what not, is it, rubbing alcohol? Uh, it's a it's a dark rum, but it's got You're a You're familiar with it? I've I've tried it before. Yeah. Really? Sailor I've never Jerry. heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not bottom shelf and it's not top. It's kind of a medium. Yeah. But it's it's high. The dog potent. must have liked it. Yeah, I think the dog did. <laughs> it's really good for canines. Right. Before performing a series of field sobriety tests, Garrett asked troopers to give him a ride to his Jupiter, Florida home. He then sought to pin the dangerous driving on another party. According to the complaint, he then stated he wasn't driving the vehicle, but it was actually his dog. Despite Garrett's alibi, he was arrested for drunk driving. A breath test recorded his blood alcohol content at more than three times Mm. the .08 legal limit. 
Uh, Florida Highway Patrol report note Garrett's rap sheet includes three prior DUI. Do we have an age on this guy? 56. You know, Jupiter, uh, Florida is not a, it's it's a pretty well-to-do area. Nice digs, aren't they? Yeah. He didn't look real good in his mugshot. Well, when your dog's driving the car, yeah. you've, you know, you're... Yeah. I don't... I heard the dog was quoted as, I wasn't driving because I'm already on probation. I don't want to... I'm already on probation. <laughs> yeah. I can't drive. Right. <laughs> and the Han Solo's blaster from The Return of the Jedi fetched half a million bucks on Saturday at auction. I don't get it. The item will likely uh, fetch... That's its, more than Napoleon's hat. $550,000. I'd rather have Napoleon's hat. Uh, if I'm going to collect something, I'm that, going with the hat. That would be cool to have. He had yeah. a hat guy. Mm-hmm. This was, uh, and I'm a Star Wars guy. I just don't get that. This was featured and used by Harrison Ford in The Return of the Jedi. Dave Dahl coming up. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Sujure. Here's Dave Dahl. Hi there, Joe. Hi. Looking at the satellite here, we got a lot of clouds over eastern Minnesota, but there's some sunshine breaking out in western parts of the state, and I think that'll arrive here sometime after about 4 to 4.30. We'll get some sunshine. Uh, we're probably going to see a high temperature up in the lower 80s, maybe 80 to 81. Uh, right now we're at 75. Tonight down to 68, and we will have partly cloudy skies. Mostly sunny, hot and humid tomorrow up to 90. 96 still on Friday, hot and humid again. Heat index probably over 102. Uh, that means we'll probably get a heat advisory, um, either that or a warning across the metro area for Friday. Saturday, some early morning and nighttime thunderstorms possible. Nighttime storms are very likely, actually. Uh, temperatures on Saturday up to 88. Sunday, a little cooler at 84, but it heats up again next week as we head toward the 4th of July, looking at an 88 Monday, 92 on Tuesday. 94 for the 4th of July. Right now, Joe, we're at 75. Thank you. You know, John's story about Melvin Carter canceling the fireworks got me thinking. (sighs) Melvin Carter the turd is what I think we're going to start calling him. Well, you can't have a patriotic display. That's just frivolous. Melvin... Carter said he considered budgetary priorities and made the decision to eliminate the fireworks display. Okay. Because uh, he'd rather spend the money to create a college fund for everybody. Uh, Melvin, just be patient. If you get more Alexandria, uh, what's her name? Um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in office, it'll all be taken care of. Everything will be free. Everything will be free. You could still have your fireworks this year because... Free education is coming, Melvin. Uh, Here's another one of her quotes. This race is about people versus money, Ocasio-Cortez said in her campaign video. We've got people. They've got money. Well, who's they? Well, they as anyone who earns a living in this country uh, who presumably is not of an ethnic background. We've got people. They've got money. Well, I don't think it's hyperbole to say she might as well have added the sentence, and we intend to get your money. There's no other way we can pay for what we intend to do to revamp this country and make it into something that isn't the United States. We'll have to take your money first as we continue to, to uh, disrupt history and, and ignore the founding fathers and ignore the Constitution and, and react harshly to Supreme Court cases that do nothing but affirm the Constitution. We, we can't really undo all that till we get your money, and we intend to get your money because that's what Marxism was opposed to uh, uh, 
the ownership of private property, for example. He was a hack newspaper reporter, by the way, but he he, he found a lot of grist for his mill by uh, uh, suggesting that the uh, ownership of property violated the rights of the people who didn't have any property. Well, and anyway, uh, Melvin, be patient. Uh, the horse has left the barn. Uh, this is this woman uh, in New York, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, is not to be taken lightly. Not to be taken lightly. And she, and she was immediately seen uh, partying with Cynthia Nixon last night, who uh, who uh, uh, quickly is adopting her views of the uh, Democratic Socialists of America. Uh, if there is to be a civil war, if there is to be a civil war, could be. And I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say I, I don't think we're going to be experiencing a civil war. But you think I, there's I, something happening here? I don't think it's yeah. I don't think it would be a civil war uh, between Trump uh, proponents and anti-Trump proponents. I think it'd be a civil war between Americans who want to maintain America and not have it become the land of the mystery uh, with a completely different framework than it currently has. That, to me, would be where where a civil war might be headed. I don't think I'll live long enough to see it, but I I can imagine, I can imagine uh, this this country uh, changing its framework dramatically. And in order to accomplish, we've been on this mystery for many years now. And in order to accomplish that, you've got to get rid of the Constitution so you can write your own. Yeah, you might have some uh, You have to write your own. So, uh... Well, wait until... another Another thing that occurs to me, there's so many directions this takes. She unseats this guy Crowley in the 14th Congressional District in New York. A Democratic machine district. And she unseats him by suggesting that everything needs to be fixed. Same thing here you're hearing in the 5th Congressional District with uh, Ilhan Omar, for example, saying, uh, I'm running on a platform to make this a life for everyone here more equitable and blah, blah, blah. It's been, there hasn't been a Republican representing the 5th Congressional District since about 1954. Why can't they figure you can, that you out? You can fact check me. But you've had Democrats. What, what's the problem? So here she's telling a 20-year veteran in Washington, uh, well, it certainly hasn't worked under you. Well, the same thing is happening here. Ellison bowed out to run for attorney general. and uh, So he can go after Donald Trump. Uh, many, many people have uh, entered the race, but the front runner will be Ilhan Omar because she's going to have some of the same appeal as, uh, as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. But you, uh, you are, what you're suggesting to the rest of us is the Democrats have failed miserably. And here's the here's the here's the sea change in the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party has failed so miserably that they've left room for socialists to try and take over because the Democratic Party, in their estimation, has completely failed them. They're accredited by the International Door Association and have an A rating by the Better Business Bureau. Great Garage Door offers a full line of quality custom and standard doors in a wide range of prices. Great Garage Door. Over 33 years delivering great products, great service, and great prices. Call 763-767-3000 online at greatgaragedoor.com.
No fireworks. Pshaw! See you. Pshaw! Melvin Carter the turd. I think you mean the third. Oh, the third. Excuse me. You're just using the Scandinavian accent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there. Melvin. Can't have these rockets going over our city. Signs of warfare. We need pushback on this one. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis, 75. The heat wave is just beginning.